0: The EPL show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Right now, to honor the start of the football season, MyBookie is offering up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right, $1,000 in bonus bets on your first deposit when you use the promo code SGP. Play, win, and get paid with MyBookie.ag. AG. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Track line movements, score sharp data, and use a powerful algorithm that gives you out their best plays. If you're betting serious cash, you need a serious app. Head to the App Store or Google Play Store and download BetQL and make sure you follow them on Twitter at BetQLApp. The most goosebump inducing theme on the planet. The number one theme in world sports. The most recognizable song in the world has four million people watch this sport we are talking about the champions league and as i was even playing that to you guys to introduce this so i could feel the hairs standing up on my arm it's back the champions league is back and we are going to be covering here on the champions league preview show here on the sports gambling podcast network follow the sports gambling podcast network on twitter at the sgp network follow me on twitter at lock betting and check out my website lock betting which will be providing you exclusive content as always for this Champions League. We'll be giving you official betting plays. And not only that, we will be doing a daily show in the Champions League, a Tuesday show with a separate lock, a Wednesday show with a separate lock, and a Europa League show on Thursday. So make sure you head over to lockbetting.com and sign up. And every single game week we'll be doing an overall preview here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. The preview for week one should be available right now where we take a selection of fixtures and cover them for the SGP listeners. And that one in itself will have another separate lock. So it's locks galore for you guys. We are getting so deep into the Champions League. It's my favorite tournament in the whole world love covering it didn't have the best record in the champions league last year especially in comparison to my uh, epr record it was a plus record of 15 and 12 but for me that was relatively disappointing so hopefully we'll turn it around but i mean in saying that although who weren't able to have a good lot record. We did make a lot of money on the Champions League last year. And in addition to that, uh, we have to look at the scenarios that um, the Champions League presented last year in terms of us ending up with a Liverpool-Tottenham All-English final, um, Barcelona being taken out of the competition for the second year in a row with a ridiculous comeback after having a three goal lead in the home leg they collapsed first season against Roma and last season against Liverpool and then of course we have Tottenham's incredible comeback against Ajax Amsterdam Ajax of course themselves a surprise package of the tournament knocking out Juve in the quarterfinals en route to the semi-finals and not forget they knocked out the three time um, the three time in a row winners Real Madrid who were owning this competition competition until last season and their former manager who won that three times in a row is back Zinedine Zidane will attempt to bring the Champions League back to Real Madrid a lot of teams in with a shout for this one which is why it makes it even more surprising that Manchester City have been installed as favourites to win the Champions League once again. For those of you who've been listening to my Champions League shows over the years, you know that for me, that is an auto-fade play. I don't think Manchester City are capable of winning this competition. They're especially not capable of winning this competition with the current defensive problems that they are having in the Premier League. We saw them at the weekend lose 3-2 to Norwich and they um, certainly haven't replaced Laporte. And Laporte himself isn't really... a uh, a top world-class defender. A lot is made of the absence of Laporte and Laporte stabilising Manchester City and and Manchester City's goalkeeper, Edison, making such a big difference. Well, it's weird because for me... Edison of City isn't in the top five goalkeepers in the world. Alisson keeps him out of the Brazil team. So if you're a substitute international keeper, unless Alisson and and Edison are just head and shoulders above every other goalkeeper on the planet, I can't have Edison in my top five. And Laporte, I wouldn't have him in my top 10 for centre-back. So, although a lot has been made of that, I think City are missing Vincent Company even more. He was really important towards the end of last season, and I'm very surprised to see him go, or the fact that Manchester City let him go. Aside from that, we have full-backs where they've not been able to get it right at left-back, with Mendy constantly being injured, Shinshenko being um, defensively lacking something uh carl walker looking to be um, aging he's certainly the third choice at, right back for england nowadays so i'm very suspect about this back four and um i don't think that yeah, obviously yes they've got a lot going forward i, I can't say anything about the, the the front line you've got De bruyne you've got sterling you've got sergio aguera putting in the goals but even there they've lost lero sane who's quite an important player for them and i just don't think that as good as Bernardo Silva is i don't think that he's as good as Leroy Sané. Mares hasn't really fitted well into Manchester City as yet and um i think David Silva's best years are behind him. So i'm not confident about Manchester City winning this competition at all and i certainly believe the wrong team have been installed as favorite. Barcelona i think are in the right place here at 5-1. to one. Uh, They should possibly be favourites for this competition, but the favourites for this competition, in my opinion, should only be at 5-1 to one because it's so wide open. Uh, they've added Anton Griezmann to their team. Surprisingly, didn't go for a defender. I would have thought that they would have been the favourites to sign Frankie de Jong, but they didn't, so they are still frail at the back. The team that did sign Frankie De Jong are Juventus, and they are all the way down at ten to one, which makes them a relatively decent shout for me again. They've got a lot going forward, and they seem to be the best team at the back in this competition. Of course, you can't write off Liverpool; they are the current holders and they are seven to one to retain. I spoke earlier on about Zinazine Zidane being back at Real Madrid; they are nine to one. PSG always falls short in this competition; are available at eleven to one. Uh, they should go closer than they did last season, which was very disappointing when they exited in the last 16. It seems to be the round that always gets PSG. They haven't made any real additions to that, but the fact that last season's result against Manchester United was such a freak result, and there was a load of loads in the Champions League last season, makes me think that they can possibly go one better, but I don't have them down as winners. Same could be said for Bayern Munich, they're at 12 to 1. I still feel that they have an ageing team, but they are getting better. I think the likes of Hernandez and Pavard, the French fullbacks, are going to do a lot for Bayern Munich. I still think that up front, Lewandowski is an out-and-out goal scorer. And I think Philip Coutinho has added some creative qualities, which means they're not so reliant on the old guard of Robin and Ribéry. So this team are improving. And if they improve again next summer, I think they'll emerge as contenders for the Champions League. My dark horse... Is Atletico Madrid all the way out here at 20 to one? Yes, they've lost Gresman, and yes, they've lost Godin, but. They have made some very decent replacements in their team. They are currently challenging for the Spanish League, although they did lose the first um, the first game of the season at the weekend. I think Joe Felix is going to be a player that shines in the Champions League this season, especially against lesser clubs. I think there's more attacking intent than ever from Diego Simeone, who has made some adjustments. But at the same time, they can shut your shit down. This team can still defend. It's not... Not so much about the the personnel, but it's a mindset at this club and it's all... Bred by the manager it's all inbred into the players it's a style of playing they will play for the manager they will die for that manager and I think that always gives Atletico a decent chance Tottenham 22-1 to here they're the finalists last year Borussia Dorman all the way out at 33-1 so are Chelsea Napoli who certainly aren't a bad side they're available 33-1 to they've added Lozano up top and they've improved at the back Costa Manos will now partner um, Koubali in defence and they did get their first clean sheet at the weekend after having two Three, uh, four three games, one in their favor and one against. So we'll see what happens with Napoli for the rest of the season. I almost feel they have a better chance in a cup competition like this than they do in the league, where Juventus are just going to be very consistent and just pick up win after win after win. Although at the moment, Inter Milan sit top with a 100% record and now 50 to 1 for this tournament. Outside of that, we have Leon at 80 to 1, uh, Valencia at 100 to 1. And, um, I'm not going to go any further because I think that pretty much covers the market and, um, My prediction here is um, I think Juventus are overall here at the best price here at 10 to 1. I think that they're overpriced. I think they have the quality to win this competition. Barcelona should win this competition based on what they have and the attacking intent. I think the the idea behind signing Neymar was just to score as many goals as possible and hope that it's enough to prevail on an aggregate score. Uh, they do start with a tough group with Borussia Dortmund and Inter in it, so that's going to be tough for Barcelona right from the outset. But if they get through that group as group winners, they have a real chance in this competition and they must avoid having another collapse in the knockout stages. And I do think that the tactic is simply going to be when we go away to a team with a lead, we are just going to go there and simply try and score and make the away goal deficit so big that they're not going to have any chance of going through. And that's the idea behind going for Neymar, which they failed to do. But they still have Dembele. They still have, they have Griezmann. They have Suarez. And they still have Lionel Messi. So they have a ton of players there that can change the game. They've also added De young in midfield to tighten up slightly because there was a problem between the defence and the midfield last year. That's how Liverpool managed to get in on them so many times. So they have improved here, this Barcelona team. And when you look at the way they play, and I actually went to see Barcelona at the weekend, that press is dangerous. They're going to not let teams get out from the back. And that is going to lead to them scoring away goals. So I do think they're going to be stronger in the knockout stages. So I would lean towards Barca, but I would think that Juventus are the best price and my dark horses would be Atletico Madrid it's, it's difficult at this point uh, to make a pick and it does feel like I'm playing the whole field here but it's three teams that I really like the look of uh, and I'm, and it's more so a case of me writing off teams I think Liverpool's focus is still in the league uh, I, I, I think Real Madrid just, just haven't got enough and they're just far too inconsistent uh, although all the pieces are there with Varane and Ramos having a decent centre-back pairing I like Carvajal at right back I like the tapping options with Bale and Hazard and Benzema, you can't really go wrong with that. Luka Jovic just signed there as well. They still have decent players in holding midfield, like Modric and Casemiro. So and Tony Cruz as well there's a, lot of, there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle there as whether Zidane can put them together again I'm going to say no to them I'm going to say no to Liverpool retaining. I've already said no to City PSG too inconsistent Bayern I think are one year away Tottenham won't get back there again so yeah pretty much leaves three teams that I think are in with a shout uh, for this year's Champions League but we could be wrong I mean I'm most likely to be wrong I, I gave Liverpool no shot last year and they ended up proving me wrong and the thing is is that Anfield and the new Camp are two grounds in this competition are always going to be a fortress. There were there were no wins at uh, Barcelona last year for the away sides, and there were no wins in the, for the away sides either. At Anfield, They are the two biggest fortresses in the Champions League. And that's going to be very, very important. Not just for the outright markets, but for the match play markets as we progress through this tournament. And we will certainly be looking at that. It just so happens that this, weekend and week, uh, this week on week one, both Liverpool and Barcelona start their campaigns away from home. So it doesn't immediately become relevant. But look for that as we do progress through the group stages week by week looking at the groups we start with Group A where Real Madrid are the narrow favourites of 5-6 to six. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain are even money 16-1 on Galatasaray 80-1 to one on Club Bruges the straight forecast market sees Real Madrid first Paris Saint-Germain second at 6-5 and uh, Paris Saint-Germain and Real Madrid uh, the opposite way round at 11-8 both teams to qualify from this group is available at two to nine. For me, I give the edge to Real Madrid simply because we are starting this competition with Paris Saint-Germain playing um, at home to Real Madrid without a lot of their key pieces. Now this will be interesting when we get to actually cover that game on the week one preview, and we'll get to that and talk about about that in more detail but the home game for PSG against Real Madrid is very important and the fact that they are missing Cavani and Kylian Mbappe makes me lean towards Real Madrid winning this group because I can see Real Madrid picking up at least a point in Paris. Therefore, with that due to the fact that there's no name, uh, no Mbappe and no Cavani, although Neymar is there. Therefore, that gives Madrid a significant advantage going into week five where they play their home game and we just have to take a chance on them not missing any players. So if they could pick up a point here and win their home game against PSG, that will put them in good stead. Uh, I don't know when Mbappe and Cavani are back. I'm pretty certain Cavani's back first. Uh, Neymar has only recently just returned so we don't know how influential he'll be at this stage, but I think it's key the way that this is developed if, but if uh, PSG and Real Madrid had been playing later on in the competition then this would have been a complete toss up and I still think it is to some extent but I'm forced to make a pick on the group winners I certainly won't be betting this one but I lean towards Real Madrid winning this group and that is a very small lean no official play there at all and there won't be one. Um, moving on to, to Group B, we look at Bayern Munich, Tottenham, Olympiacos and Red Star Belgrade. Uh, Bayern Munich are four to six favourites to win this group. Tottenham are six to four. is sixteen to one on Olympiacos and fifty to one on Red Star Belgrade. Um, the straight broadcast market sees Bayern winning and Tottenham second at eleven to ten, or Tottenham winning and Bayern coming second at two to one. Bar the rest, um, to qualify from the group, uh, Tottenham and Bayern. And to be the qualifiers from this group are available at 2-7 to seven. I would lean Bayern here, I do believe they have this stronger team, I talked about the additions that they've made to their squad, Tottenham have just got it together recently. Uh, They looked good for 45 minutes in the London derby and then were dominated by Arsenal in the second half and could have actually lost that game from 2-0 up. So that has been the problem with Tottenham. But I think it's key that they've sorted out their their contract issues with the likes of um, Eriksen and Alderweirelder. I know none of them have actually signed to stay. What has happened is that they have stayed at Tottenham and they know that they're keeping them till at least January. So now they can focus and put those players in the team. Not that Alderweirelder wasn't playing anyway, but A lot of distractions have gone and Pochettino will now fix this team and draft some of the new signings in. But I still think that the fact that um, they've already lost Ndombele uh, Ndombele, um, and El Celso has already picked up a knock. Um, We don't know the status of Dele Alley, Despite the fact they've added, they're also coming through in a period where they have a lot of injuries. And the thing is, is that um, Tottenham will need to play a lot of these players to progress in competitions like the League Cup. They'll be playing lots of Premier League games as well and we'll have to focus on this Champions League. I think Bayern Munich can take their foot off the gas more so um, in weekends, uh, certain weekends and they have more players that can come in and out and for me, I think this is a pick based on squad players and how difficult the Premier League is in comparison to the Bundesliga and I give the edge to Bayern Munich here to to win this group. Looking at Group C, um, Manchester City are the sole outright favourites here at one to six. Atalanta of Italy at thirteen to two. Shakhtar Donetsk at ten to one and fifty to one on Dynamo Zagreb. The straight forecast market for me is just simply about if Shakhtar or Atlanta go through a city in second place. Um, Atlanta are 11 to 10, and Shakhtar... This is a straight forecast market. So, City and Atlanta, 1 and 2, 11 to 10. And City, 1 and 2, of Shakhtar, Donetsk is 13 to 8. Um... Atlanta have not looked good at the start of the Italian season, and I would think that Shakhtar would be my shout there for coming second. But again, no official play for me there. I'm not touching Manchester City at 1-6. I'm not even going to consider adding them to a parlay. Up next, we have Juventus, Atletico Madrid, Bayern Leverkusen, a locomotive Moscow in a very tough-looking Group D um, in terms of uh, Leverkusen or Locomotive Moscow doing anything to get past uh, Juve and Atletico Madrid, they do look like the clear front runners, and that's kind of reflected when you look at the prices: uh, Juve to win Group Four to Six, Atletico Six to Four, Leverkusen Ten to One, and Locomotive Moscow Sixty Six to One. A straight forecast sees Juve and Atletico 6-5 to five and the other way around, Atletico and Juve 2-1. to one. Uh, Those two teams to qualify from the group are available at 4-11 and, uh, and Leverkusen to go through with Juve's 4-1 and Leverkusen to go through with Atletico's 7-1. to So that tells you the size of the task for Leverkusen who really would have fancied themselves to get through the first stages of the Champions League given any other group but this one. But it's tough for them and uh, despite the fact they are a relatively strong German team. I think this is a real, real tough group here. with featuring two teams that I think can actually win this competition. So you see two teams that I really like paired together there immediately. And I just don't think that Leverkusen have a chance. Whereas there are other groups we'll talk about later where Leverkusen would have had a chance to go through. And that's really the case for um, Inter Milan and Dortmund as well because they're paired up in a very tough group against Barcelona. But we come to that group next. The first group we look at is Group E and this one in itself is also very clear cut. Liverpool, the favourites at one to two. Napoli, seven to four. FC Salzburg, 14 to one. Genk, 80 to one. For me, there's no doubt about it. Liverpool and Napoli are going to go through here. These two teams are familiar with each other and their fixtures will determine who wins it it's 10-11 Liverpool first Napoli second 11-4 Napoli first Liverpool second and uh, for the two teams to qualify from the group it's available at 1-3 Salzburg and Liverpool if you like that it's 10-3 and Salzburg and Napoli is 11-1 so essentially Liverpool 11-1 to exit this competition at the group stage it will not be happening up next is the group that we've all are looking at and talking about it's group F which is certainly the group of death in this year's Champions League. We have Dortmund, Inter, Prague and Barcelona. Barcelona the favorites are 2 to 5, 7 to 2 Dortmund, 11 to 2 Inter and 100 to 1 on Slavia Prague. Um it's eleven to eight on Barcelona and Dortmund to to finish as the one and two, and it's two to one on Barcelona's Inter as the one and two. I think there's real value there. I think Inter are slightly better than Dortmund on paper, and the Barca Inter one and two certainly does provide some decent value. Dortmund to win the group with Barca's runners up at nine two and Inter to win the group as Barca's as runners up is fifteen to two. Dortmund and Inter to qualify with Dortmund top and Inter second is fourteen to one, and Inter top and Dortmund second is sixteen to one. So 14 or 16 to 1 for Barcelona to enter to exit this competition group stage it's a tough group and Messi isn't back yet but I still don't believe that will happen and there may be value on getting Barcelona to win this group after the Dortmund Barcelona game because I do think Barcelona will drop some points and I don't think that they should be 11 to 10 favourites to win away from home seeing as they haven't won away from home in the league of this season and they don't have a very good away record in the Champions League uh, I'll leave you to look that up and I'll talk more about that when I do the Champions League show which as I said will be available right now to coincide with this one. Moving on to Group G, it's a group that I was talking about earlier when I was referring to Brian Leverkusen, feeling that they would have a chance to qualify as one of the other groups. This is one of the other groups because it only features Leipzig, Leon, Benfica and Zenitson's Peterberg. All four teams will genuinely feel they have a chance of getting through. The bookies have put Leipzig as the 7-4 to favourites, 9-4 Leon, 11-4 to, to draw and 5-1 on Zenitson's Peterberg. Uh, to qualify from the group we have lisben at 4 to 7 leon at 10 uh, 8 to 11 10 to 11 on benfica and 13 to 8 on Zenit st petersburg um, the group straight forecast sees lisben 1 leon 2 11 to 2 leon 1 lisben 2 6 to 1 lisben 1 benfica 2 13 to 2 benfica 1 lisben 2 8 to 1 leon first benfica second 8 to 1 and benfica first Leon second nine to one, and Leipzig first. Then since Petersburg second nine to one, and on and on and on. You can go on and look at it. For me, I just want to get my point across, and that is that I feel that Leon should be the favourites to win this group, and if they don't end up winning the group. And they are overtaken by either Leipzig or Benfica, which I think will provide the biggest challenge. They will certainly be qualifying from this group, so I think Leon will win it. And I think they're a good price at nine to four, but eight to eleven for Leon to qualify would be my best bet from this group. And um, I may be recommending a bet on that later on in the show because I do like. Uh, This Lyon team, I think that they're the second best team in France. And I certainly do think they've lucked out here in the Champions League with this group. They are also a team that were unbeaten against Manchester City last season, including a 2-1 win away from home. So uh, a relatively decent Lyon team there with a relatively decent chance to qualify in this Champions League group. I really like the bet there. Finishing up with Chelsea's group, which is Group group H. Chelsea are the 11-10 favourites. Last season's surprise team, Ajax are available at 11-4 it's 11-4 also on Valencia and it's 10-1 on Lille it's very interesting the way we look at this because Chelsea to win the group and Ajax finish second is 7-2 to 2 and Chelsea to win the group and Valencia to finish second is also at 7-2 to 2. so they're completely and utterly torn between this Valencian Ajax team it's probably because of the players that Ajax lost being the young and the lit I still think Ajax are a solid team Now I saw Valencia at the weekend and they really do need to get their act together they fired a manager who had done pretty well for them last season uh, getting them up to fourth and winning the Copa del Rey had a sloppy start to the season and was gone I do think it was more to um political issues with the owner as opposed to what he'd done what the players were doing on the pitch but I would lean Ajax here to qualify the qualification odds see Chelsea 1-3 Ajax 4-5 to five, and Valencia 4-5 to five. um I think Lampard's um Chelsea should get through but I don't know if it will be clear-cut and I do think any one of these three teams could win the group I would lean towards Chelsea and I think Ajax to go through with them I'm not recommending a bet here at all Lille will be a surprise package if if anything Uh, they did come second in France last year but I think that was a major upset I do think that Lyon and Marseille and Monaco had better squads and they certainly do this season so Lille will be lucky to come back in the Champions League so I think they should just probably enjoy their time here this season. I'm going to close out with my lock at this point, but before I do that, I want to let you guys know there is a three-unit parlay for this season's Champions League available a betting.com is for $60 subscribers those on the soccer package at $60 or above so if you're 125 you will automatically get this play and it will be posted exclusively on the lockbetting.com site I win this parlay every single season it's my group's parlay for the season we smashed it last year and this season we are going up to three units on the parlay make sure you get it That is going to be my main lock for this Champions League season. And if you head over to LockBetting.com, you'll be able to get there and grab it. But for the lock on this podcast, the one-unit lock is going to be leon to qualify from the group i feel they're in a group that they can win i do think that they're the best team on paper i do think they have the best champions league pedigree and i do feel that they will win the group but for them to qualify 8 to 11 it does give you the extra bit of added security i think you can probably shop around and find a better price if i find one i will put the play up on lockbetting.com i will check the odds checker site and i'll confirm that but as things stand On the site that I've used to price this podcast up, I have Leon at 8 to 11, and I'm willing to put that out as the lock for Leon to qualify for the next round of the Champions League. And as I said, I'll be doing this every Champions League match day. I'll be doing a show for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'll be looking through a selection of fixtures, possibly seven or eight, and proving them here. But... Over on Lockbetting.com, I'll be previewing every single game, every single game on Tuesday and giving you a Tuesday lock, every single game on Wednesday and giving you a Wednesday lock and a selection of Europa League ties on the Europa League show and I'll be giving you a lock for that as well. Europa League is one of my favourite tournaments. I like the Champions League best in terms of watching it. I think it's the best tournament in world football. But as far as making money, Europa League... Is as easy as it gets for me. 14 and 2 record last year. My records in full last year. I'll give you them again for soccer. EPL show 47 and eleven. The European show 30, 31 and 7. Champions League 15 and 12. And the Europa League 14 and 2. So if you want to jump on that Europa League money, upgrade and head over to lockbetting.com. That's it for me. This has been your Champions League season preview and if you head over to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network right now alongside this there should be a preview for week one and tomorrow's games will be headlined by or this match day will be headlined by Paris Saint-Germain taking on Real Madrid. There are some other great games as well to look out for. The Dortmund Uh, Barcelona game really interests me because Barcelona honestly could start this with a defeat I still think that they are very poor away from home and I certainly think they'll be missing Lionel Messi still I don't think he'll be back seeing as he didn't even get onto the bench at the weekend which was very disappointing for my son but we did enjoy the game because Barcelona ended up winning 5-2 so a decent trip to Spain for us guys uh, heading to the new Camp over the weekend Uh, Dortmund at Barcelona we talked about Napoli and Liverpool is another one that should be an interesting game Atletico Madrid and juventus on wednesday as well and of course as i said psg versus real madrid so lots and lots of games to cover so make sure you check out that additional show here on the sgp but of course as i said lockbetting.com every game every day and a lock every day and of course the europa league as well that's it for me Finally, good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening, guys.